Shabbat Tav Kuf Memchayet, the last uh, thing we're doing, we're discussing parts of the Mishnah about uh, not squeezing uh, towels and you know, not scratching yourself, anything that has to do do, uh, do with uh, health reasons. You have to be careful, uh, you have to do with the Shinui, uh, throwing up on Shabbat, uh, fixing a Katan's uh, uh, backbone. And, and with that, we are uh, starting Kuf Mem Zayn Amud Bet, the last line where it says, Ve'en Mahzirin Tashev, if someone has a broken bone, we don't put it back together on Shabbat. Amar bihana bagta'a amar shemuel. Halakha mahzirin et ashever. Halakha, we do put back a broken bone. And Ritva explains, because if you don't put it back, he, he might lose the entire uh, hand. And the Gemara says a story. Rabbi klali pumparidita lo ali pirkadi Rav Yehuda. He didn't go to the class of Rav Yehuda. Shadre le adadayla. Rav Yehuda sent adadayla. Rav Yudah told Adadaylah, go grab him by his uh, clothing. So, Azil Garbe, he went and uh, he went, he grabbed him by, he grabbed Rabba by his clothing. So Rabba comes and he heard Rav Yudah being Doresh in Mahazinat Hashavah. We don't uh, put back a broken bone on Shabbat. Amalis, Rabbat has a Yudah, Hachi, Amar Hana Bagata'a. This is what Rav Hanan Bakata'a, Amar Shemuel, said in the name of Shemuel, Halakha Mahzirin Tashever, we put back the broken bone. Amar Leh, Ha Hanan Didan, Rav Hanan is from our place, and Rav Shemuel Didan, and Shemuel is from our place, Velo Shemi Ali. And uh, I never heard this, Velav Bedina Gerafticha, what didn't I have a right to bring you over here by force? Mishin Ifrakaya, though the Mishnah says a person whose who's, uh, bone went out of place, he shouldn't wash it in cold water, rub it in cold water, rather wash regular, and if he goes back, it goes back. Rav Avya, Vayativ Kamid Rav Yosef. Rav Avya was sitting in front of Rav Yosef. Shani his bone went out of place. And Rav Avya put his hand this way, and I'll do this. He told him, Asur. What about this way? So Rav Yosef said, Asur. While he's moving it this way and this way, all of a sudden, uh, it went back into place. Amar le, so Rav Yosef tells him, "Why were we bechalal even asking a question?" Hatnan mishne frakaya do orag lo loy trafim mitzoni nevaruchet kedar kovim nitrapani trapa. Then we learned it's a mishnah that if uh, if it went out of place or you broken bone, don't wash it, uh, don't wa- rub it in cold water. But if you wash it regular and you healed, it's okay. Amar le, so Rav Yosef explained, "Velot nan en mahzinit ashever." Didn't we say in Mahzirinit Hashavah we don't put back the broken bone? Ve'amarav Hana Bagatama Shmuel Halacha Mahzirinit Hashavah and Shmuel said we put back the Shavah. So I figured, you know what? Maybe by the Sefa case where it went out of place is the same rule as when it broke. Amarav Shav Yosef explained Kolhu Bahadam Hita Mahtinu. You think everything was sewn all at once, meaning the Resh and the Sefa they were both uh, their own Halacha. Wherever it was said that the halakha is mahazinu tashever, mahazinu tashever. Wherever it wasn't said, it wasn't said. So even if the halakha is that we put back a broken bone, the bone that went out of place, we, we, we don't necessarily say, put it back. And the question is why uh, did Shmuel say we put it back? The Ritva explained because Shmuel had a Kabbalah that this Mishnah was keahid uh, and the halakha is not like keahid. And the Rambam says uh, that the reason they were material to, to put the bone back together is because it, there is no real melacha here, and for someone who's holish and sakana, maybe it would be mutar. And the Ravad has a problem, and the Magid Mishnah answered on the Ravad, and it's a bit beautiful uh, sugya over here. Why did we allow putting back the broken bone? Hadran Allah Havid. Okay, so now we're up to the 23rd parak, and this parak is going to be talking about doing business on Shabbat and Yom Tov. 
and when with situations mutar, which situations asur. The Mishnah says, adam uh, A person can borrow from his friend a barrel of wine, oil. As long as you don't say the word halveni, which means lend. A lady from her friend, she, she can borrow but not lend. And if he doesn't trust the person, you can take uh, his shirt as a collateral of some sort. But then do the and you know get do the math the calculation after Shabbat. And the idea is the difference in the language. Uh, borrowing people borrow all the time back and forth, but lending is already a language of business. And now the Mishnah continues. I, I forgot to buy a sheep uh, before Shabbat. So I go to the uh, I go to the seller who sh- who sells uh, animals. I give him my suit. And I take a lamb. And I come to him after Yom Tov, two days later, three days later, and we do the math together. Now the Gemara asks, uh, uh, what's the difference between hashileni borrow and halveni uh, halveni which is lend? Amar this, Abay explained that hashileni lo atel mechtav. Hashileni, you're not going to come and write. However, halveni atel mechtav. Stam halva'a, regular uh, loan is thirty days, and you're going to come to write it down. And by the way, that's Rashi's explanation. Tosfot explains the difference between she'elah uh, and halva'a. When you borrow something, you give the exact thing back. When you lend something, you give back a different thing. So I lend money, I give back a different $100 bill. When I borrow a watch, I give back the exact watch. So again, uh, so Abaye is telling you the difference. Hashi'ileni, you're going to come to, you're not going to come to write. Halveni, you're going to come to write. Veha kevan de bhol zimnin de ba'il memar de halveni vamad hashi'ileni velokapidalave. Well, sometimes on hol, instead of saying halveni, you say hashi'ileni. And it doesn't make a difference. Ve'atele mechtav, and you might come to write also, when a case of hashi'ileni. And if so, Beshabbat Nami Atel Mechtav. And if I say even Hashileni on Shabbat, I, sh- I would probably come to write also. So the Gemara explains Amar Les, Abay answers back. I'm going to read the parentheses. Behold, Loshana Ki Amar Halveni, Loshana Ki Amar Le, Hashileni, Lokabin Alevea Atel Mechtav. On whole, doesn't make a difference what you said, Halveni or, or Hashileni. It doesn't make a difference if you come and write. Beshabbat, Kevan Hashileni, Hudishur Banan. On Shabbat, since Hachamim allowed the word Hashileni, Halveni lo sharulere, but Halveni they didn't. Min milta. When the guy came and said hashileni, he made it obvious velo atel mechtav, and that's already him being careful not to write. So now the Gemara asks, Amale Rava Barav Hanada by Mikti. Let's see a second. Amru Rabanan kol miledi yom tov. Every email that you're allowed to do, try to change it up a little bit. So Haneni Nashe de Malyan Hatsbaihu Maya, these ladies who uh, fill up their their barrel with water, why don't we make them uh, change the way they fill up water? The Quran answers, because there's no other way. What should we do? If they, those who, may, who uh, fill up water with a big barrel should do it with a small barrel, they're going to end up having to walk a lot. Uh, they just added more work. Those are doing a small, uh, who, who carry with a small barrel, should use a big one. Now they're going to start working harder. They have to carry a bigger load 
and that's Torah and Yom Tov that they're not used to. Nifros Udara, well, we should make them uh, put like uh, some sort of uh, cloth on top of the uh, barrel. Ateli Deshita, they're going to come to uh, to be Sohaitit. And over here, Tosfot proves that Sohaitit is only from water, not from wine. So, okay, so you should put it with a wooden lid. Uh, and it's supposed to be for a barrel. Sometimes that lid is going to come off, and they're going to come to tie it. Keshesh uh, Kayama, which is the Oraita, and just for just as a hekir. So we we, we sort like sort of we like uh, lost what we were supposed to gain. There's no other way. Therefore, just fill up the way you used to filling up. We learned lo we don't uh, clap our hands. We don't, uh, and if someone passes away, we don't, uh, we don't bang on our chest. And if there's a simha, we don't dance. Why? Because you might come to, uh, to play music on uh, Yom Tov. Now, by the way, the clapping and the banging on the chest where uh, she explained, uh, which is sad, Tosfot explained, no, there's no clapping your hands uh, in a simha because you might come to play music. Um, either way, the, the Gemara asks a question. But we do see people do that. We don't tell them anything. Abay answers back, if that's uh, your question, a person shouldn't sit by the by the beginning of the Mavoy, where the Lehi is. Why? Because something might roll out of your, fell out of your pocket, might go towards your shutarabim, and you might walk out for a mot and pick it up, and and uh, so it becomes a whole big mess. So don't stand over there. But we do see people standing over there. We don't fight with them. We just let them stand over there. Leave Israel alone. Rather, let them be shogeg, uh, let them do things uh, by mistake without them knowing that it's a sur, and they shouldn't do things on purpose because you know they're not going to be able to control themselves. Savur, so Hachamim originally understood that we only say that let them do mistake, let them do it by mistake and not on purpose is only the Rabbanan of the right Allah. But not to do it It's not true. We don't uh, fight with them because we know they're going to do it anyways. Look at It's a deoraita that you have to stop eating a few minutes before Kippur. People wait till that last second before putting something in their mouth. And we don't tell them anything. They should continue eating. Ela, we see that if people are going to continue doing it and they're not going to listen if you yell and scream, you don't have to tell them. And then you get to the whole sugi of tochaha. At what point do I have to uh, uh, yell at someone for not to agara? At what point do I, do I have to stop? For anyone who wants to start by looking at the halakha point of it, look at Siman Tafresh Het in the Shulchan Aruch. Uh, the Ramah, and then go into the Beor Halakha, and I'll give you enough uh, work to look at. Either way, let's continue. The Gemara calling the Mishnah, isha karot. A lady can borrow bread from her friend as long as she doesn't say the word lend. Now, Shabbat with Asira, but behold, Shapir Damir, we let it, you're not you're allowed to do that on Shabbat, you're not allowed to do it on Hol. Lema Matnitin, the Lokela, so Sarah Mishnah is not a Kilel, the Tanan. We learned Bamatsia 
וכן היה הלל אומר, לא תלווה אישה כיכר לחברתה עד שתעשינה דמים. A lady can't lend to her friend a piece of bread until she gives her an exact price. Why? שמיו קירו חיטין, ונמצאו באות לדריבית. Because by the time you give it back, all of a sudden the price of bread is going to go up, or the price of wheat is going to go up. And now a $4 bread now is worth $5. So you borrowed something for, and you ended up giving back something that's worth $5. So Betty Love doesn't even allow you to do this on hold. So, so that, and we're here we're allowing you to do this uh, on hold. It sounds like on Shabbat, it's a sur on hold, it's mutar. Uh, so it's not a Betty Love. The Gemara pushes back. You could even say it's Hillel. Depends. If our Mishnah is taught where it says you're allowed to lend pieces of bread, is in the place where there's a set price for bread. Bread is $4, bread is $4 tomorrow, the day before, next week. It's always going to be $4, it's not changing. And when when Hillel says it's Asur to lend, that's in the place where uh, this week it's four, last week it was six, next week it's three, the next week it's five. You never have a set price. So therefore you're always worried about it going up in price and there being going to be Now we can we learn the Mishnah, if I don't believe a person, you could uh, leave your suit by him and you could come do, uh, you could come do uh, uh, Hashbon after Shabbat, figure out how much I took from you, how much I owe you and so on. Itmar halvaat yom tov, a person who lent money on yom tov or Shabbat. Rav Yosef Amar lonit nalitava. You can't go to betin and ask it why? Because it happened on Shabbat. Um, we're not going to betin doesn't go into that. Veraba Amar nitna litava. Veraba says you could go to betin and discuss it, even though it happened on Shabbat, which is a sur. Still, you're allowed to. And the Gemara explains Rav Yosef Amar lonit nalitava. What's the reason you can't go to betin? Because if it, if it was able to go to Betin with it, then people are going to end up writing. Uh, they, they end up uh, you know, taking out a piece of paper and writing IOU, so this way you can take it to Betin. Therefore, we're telling you that even if you wrote, if you wrote it on Shabbat, we're not going to, Betin not going to discuss it. It's not a case. They can throw it right out. Rabbah says you can take that case to Betin. Because if you want to tell me you can't take it to Betin, the guy is never going to give him anything on Shabbat. And the person is not going to have a Simchat Yom Tov by having his extra bottle of wine, his extra sheep, whatever it is. Now the Gemara has a problem on Rabbah. If I, the guy doesn't believe him, uh, you could uh, put his suit by him, and uh, that, that should work. Now, like Rav Yosef, right? That lonit nalitava, that this is not a bechlam, not a loan, and this cannot go to betin. Mishum hachim and yachtadito etzlov. I'll say I'm moheshbon on Shabbat. That's why you drop the suit and you work with him afterwards because you can't go to betin. If the iamart nit nalitava, but if you want to say like Rav, that where you could go to betin with it, amai man yachtadito etzlov. Why would you drop the your suit by him as a collateral give him his whatever he wants the barrel of wine the oil the, the meat and then take him to Betin the next day Amar no the answer is no Amar listen the, the Malveh has no head to now go to, to go to go to court hire lawyers figure it out Betin rabbi swearing he has no head give me your give me your give me a collateral and come pick it up tomorrow morning when you give it when you when you pay me now the Gemara has a question of Yosef. Mativ Rav Idi Baravin. We learned in Masechet Shivait Hashochet et Parav Vechileka Berosh Shana. A person is shechting a cow and he's giving it out to people on Rosh Shana. And this Rosh Shana happens to be on the seventh year of a Shemitai cycle, which means all, all the loans that happened this year 
tomorrow they, as if they don't exist. Now, im if Elul had an extra day, and they made Rosh Hashanah two days, I guess before we have a set calendar of it always being two days. So the 30th day of Elul was the first day of Rosh Hashanah, which is part of the Shemitah year. And the next day, and if he gave it out the next day, Meshamet, that, uh, that, that's it, the end of the Shemitah year, all loans get stopped as if they didn't exist, they get annulled. And uh, nobody has to pay back the money. Ve'imlav, and if the Chodesh Elul was not uh, extra, it was only 29 days, Eno Meshamet, that means he shechted it on the first day of Rosh Hashanah, which was Aleph Tishrei, not Lamed Elul, and you have to pay back uh, what what, uh, what you took. Now, the Gemara stops a second. Ve'id lo nitna litava. Now, if this uh, this loan what couldn't go to Betin, my Meshamet, what's this language of uh, loan stop? Anyways, you can't uh, you can't take it to Betin. There was no loan. So the explains Shani atam Now, if it was a if it was thirtieth day of Elul, it proves that the second day was the first day of Rosh Hashanah, and day thirty was just an in case sort of day. It was really whole, and it would actually this loan would actually work. And if it wasn't for the whole uh, Shemitah thing stopping loans, you would be able to go to uh, Betin with that uh, loan. So like Ma'a continues asking on Rav Yosef in the second part of that Mishnah, Tashema Misefa. Imlav, if the Chodesh Elul was not uh, 30 days, it was only 29 days, and no Meshamet, then the, whatever we shechted and, uh, and split between us on the first day of Rosh Hashanah, it does not get stopped. You everyone has to pay back. Now, if you hold like Rabbah, then you could go to Betin. Then I understand why it's not Meshamet. That means it doesn't stop and you, because you can uh, officially now go to Betin and ask for your money back. If you hold like Rabbah, Yosef, that you can't go to Betin and ask for it. What does that mean? That, uh, that it does not uh, stop it. You can't go to Betin with it anyways. The Gemara explains, now what does that mean, Eno Meshamet? That if the, you know, if the, the, the borrower wants to come back and pay, you, the guy is allowed to take the money. So the Gemara pushes back, You're coming to tell me that in the Resha, the man came to pay back the money you're not allowed to take? If the man wants to come and pay, there's no issue of me not to take it. It just says I, I can't I can't ask for the money, but if the guy wants to come and pay it, I could take it. So the Gemara explains Resha when we said that the Shemitai stops, le meshamet ani. because the Shemitai year basically ended and now the, the the loan, whatever you owe me, doesn't exist. I have to tell him when he comes to pay me, I have to tell him Listen, uh, man, uh, you know you don't uh, you don't have to pay me. The halacha, the Torah says it's mitzvah that I can't take your money. Sefa, where uh, you know from mitzvah din that it doesn't it, meaning there's no shemitah, there's nothing stopping. You have to pay. You don't have to tell him I'm uh, I'm uh, stopping the loan. Keditnan, like we said, hamahazir chov b'shevi'it yomar lo meshamet ani. If a person wants to give back money, uh, money on a shivirit year, he has to. The malveh, the lender, tells the lovet, "I'm stopping the hov. 
ואם אמר לו, if the lender says, אף על פי כן, I still want to pay, יקבל, you can take ממה שמשום שנאמר, וזה דבר השמיטה. זה דבר, means just remind them, it's שמיטה, you don't have to pay me back. And the Gemara says a story, רב אביה שקיל משכונה, רב אביה would take a collateral when people came to borrow stuff on יום טוב, רבה בעולם, ערים ערומי, he would take it בעולמה, means he would come the next day, take his bike, and leave it by him until the man paid back. And you have to say that both of them felt that uh, whatever you took on Yom Tov cannot be, you can't take it to court after. Now the Gemara continues discussing the next Mishnah. happened to fall out on a Shabbat and you forgot to buy a sheep. You go to the store, you give the guy your suit and he gives you a... Uh, Sheep, and we'll discuss the, the price after on Holomoid. Amar Yohanan, Magdish Adam Pishobi Shabbat, a person can be Mekadesh, can make his uh, sheep uh, Kodesh on Shabbat, Vahagigato, Beyom Tov, and you could even be make your, uh, your uh, what do you call it, Korban Hagiga, holy on Yom Tov. Now, and we're going on the, on the basic pretense that if, uh, if I have to give a Korban today, and it's a mitzvah to give the korban today, even though it's Shabbat or Yom Tov, I'm allowed to make it kadosh on Shabbat and Yom Tov. Let's say that this is helping Rabbi Yohanan from Mishnah. Why? Because we said, It's Shabbat. And we understand that I could be makdish this Pesach because I, I didn't have it yesterday and I bought it today on Shabbat. And I guess I could be Magdish, something that's holy, and I could make it my Korban Pesach. The Gemara pushes back. Maybe it means, we are, you know, part, I just want to join part of a group. So what happened was, uh, my friend bought it, my friends bought it, Erev Pesach. They bought it on Friday. Now Shabbat morning, I guess I was supposed to be part of another group, and the other group canceled me out, and now I want to be part of this group. So what I do is I give them my shirt, and we'll discuss it after Yom Tov. Maybe that's what we're talking about. Maybe but the, the animal itself is already holy. The mi'ikara mikdash It's already kadosh before Shabbat. The Gemara says, okay, but we learned Masechet Betza. Any minin al behema betechila beyom tov. We can't set a price for an animal on Yom Tov or Shabbat. So then how could they have this guy join on Shabbat to be part of this group of Korban Pesach? So the Gemara answer, Shani HaKad, the din is different over here. Kevan de Ragil Etzlo, since he's a frequent customer, Kevan de Imne Be Me'ikara. It's like, you know, every year I'm with you guys, so it's like, maybe this year I was thinking of changing, and now I changed my mind, even though it's the morning of Erev Pesach. So it, it must mean that uh, since I'm already with you every year, it's like I'm with you already, and there's no isur. The Gemara one, and the Gemara doubles down on that. Vehatane Rav Yosheya, Holech Adam, etc. It's not a person could go to the to the usual farm, the usual shepherd that he's used to going. Venotenlo Tadel Pishom Tishov Yotzebo, and this shepherd can give him a sheep, and here go do your korban Pesach, even though it's Shabbat, and uh, take care of him after. Since he's used to coming to him, it's like as if it was Kadosh already before. It's like masks, but says, you know, he's Makdisho. Right? That means you could come and Makdisho on Shabbat. 
So the Gemara explains Hekdesh Hekdesh that we're talking about that you're supposed to do for the Korban is just an extra thing in the Rabbanan. But really, so the Rabbanan can break their own rule. Now the Gemara asks, Amar Hachi? Did Rabbi Yochanan really say you could be Makdish something on Shabbat and Yom Tov? Rabbi Yochanan holds that Halakha is like Mishnah. We said, Lo Makdishin, Velo Marichin, Velo Marichin. We don't uh, be Makdish. We don't ask them. We don't set a price. We don't vow anything like that. And we don't take Tumot Masrot. Call Elu Beyom Tov Amru. And well, this is on Yom Tov. Kal Vachomer Beshabbat. And over there, and you see, you're not allowed to do be Makdish on Shabbat or Yom Tov. So how can Rabbi Yohanan yes say you you could? You go to the regular uh, shepherd that you're used to going to. So my answer is Lakashia Khan Zman. Rabbi Yohanan allowed you to go and be makdish something if today is the day of Korban Pesach. You could do it because today it's day. Khan, when did we tell you you can't do it? If you could give it the next day, the two days from now, three days from now, next week, yesterday, then uh, then you can't be, be makdish on Shabbat and Yom Tov. But if the Korban is due today, like a, korb, uh, like a Korban Pesach, for example, then you would be able to be Magdishit on Shabbat. We'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem Le'olam. Amen. Ve'amen.